You're listening to DraftKings Network. Welcome to another edition of the Mystery Crate. I'm here with Chris Cody, with Billy, and with Roy. Woo-hoo! My name is Chris Whittingham. You need to dance. And you yeah. always dance. You're a dancer. What What is this nervous tick that you have? That you're always dancing. No, I need to dance. I, I just, I want to, I just want there to be energy, but then I get too over the top with it, so I need to tone it down. Yeah. I need to yeah, strike the balance down. of being cool while still bringing energy. It's a tough that, balance to find. Down. Now I'm doing a robot thing. Like I've turned into yeah. the- Is this like, just like a manifestation of your nervous energy? Not nervous like you are nervous, but nervous and like mm. your nervous system yes. kind of energy. I start dancing when I get yeah. nervous because I want to yeah. give off, I'm not nervous. So yeah. It, yeah. dancing gives off happy. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. hey guys, I'm not you guys are making Everything's fine. You guys are making fun of me the other day because uh, when I was reading on the show, I like kind of like bob up and down you- and I realized that I do that and I don't. I just can't control it. It's like the manifestation of I don't know whatever I'm feeling in that moment. Yeah, right. you do seem to rock when you talk, but it's fine, man. Yeah, we yeah. All, yeah. It's all... like a, it, but it's also like a. It's like an up and down thing. I don't. I don't know where that comes from, but there's all kind. Like I also. I need to have something in my hands. I'm a fidgeter. Hmm. I'm, a, yeah. I'm a fidgeter as well. Do you guys fidget? With pens. Um, no, I'm, pen not, I'm not a big fidgeter. Yeah, pens. Yeah, like the the caps on every the cap on every pen I've ever owned is destroyed. Yeah, you chew on right? it. Every single one of them. No, I'm not a chewer. It's like I like I, I break the little the little handle thing. The long part. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah all twist the time. it. You all twist it till it snaps off. Uh, twist it. Yes. Twist it back, then twist it forward. Anyway, today is St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> hey. Anyway, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Yeah. And we decided that as our St. Patrick's Day mystery crate. <laughs> We needed to turn to our, to our resident drinkers. Yeah. <laughs> Ron, have you ever I'm been not on this? Though, I'm not, I'm not on this, though. Why, why? So, Roy, no, I'm kidding. Uh, Chris Cody, what did your father and you decide to do to celebrate St. Patrick's Day? Now that we discussed this, you make me think, I think it might actually have been a better bit if Witty and Billy got hammered for St. Patrick's Ooh. Mm. You know, because me and my dad, this is our natural element. Basically, to answer your question, I wanted to get my dad in just a more natural element because my dad is really funny, and I think he is funny on the show, but for being an idiot. And I wanted to, sh- it, oh. in, I wanted to accentuate his <laughs> his humor in a more natural way that doesn't make him the butt of the joke. And I feel like at a bar is just when Greg Cody's in his element. So that's what we tried to highlight. Hmm. Billy, when's the last time you got hammered on St. Patrick's Day? Hmm. Probably. Um... Maybe ten years ago. I, know, I don't right? even know. It's I mean it's a long time. And if you wanted me and Chris Whittingham to be doing this, it would be like a ten minute episode, I would think. I mean, I don't know, Chris, but I feel like probably a lightweight and I'm not saying that as a judgment. Like I would be done pretty quickly too. I'd be like, Okay, green beer, cool. Like uh, yeah, I would say it. uh I'm I'm like I'm fun after three beers and sleepy after five. Yeah. That's kind of like, that's my rule of thumb. Got that nice window, so, though. That yeah, that window. window, though. I'm telling that you, I'm a great hang in that window. Yeah. That fourth beer for me. Oh, wait a minute. You drink I'm, ciders, though. I mean, I also drink some beers that are not. Roy, are we anti-cider? Are we anti-cider? Alcohol in it. I've also now gotten to the point where I'm okay toughing through beers I actually hate around other people. <laughs> so like, I, usually like when I hang out with Mike places, he buys the beer I for everyone. I would imagine that the beers are obnoxious and, uh, though that he orders. No, it's actually usually quite the opposite. It's usually like we show up somewhere, oh yeah, we'll have a pitcher of Miller Lite. And I'm like, Miller Lite? Mm. And, uh, and that I can power through. I can power through that 
urine water. Have you ever had I shouldn't green say that. Beer? It could be a sponsor. Jeez. Yeah, it could be a sponsor. I have actually, I have actually never had green beer before. Because wow. St. Patrick's Day is usually not a thing for me because it is literally the day between both of my parents' birthdays. Uh, and so the 16th <laughs> and the 18th are like celebration days. And like, by, like St. Patrick's Day kind of feels like the undercard to those two days for me. Happy birthday to your parents, by the way. Yes. Well, at least one of them. Celebrating their birthdays this week. I feel like they're both listening yeah. right now. What percentage of what you do to your parents still listen to? Uh, it is significantly fallen off. Yeah. I would say, uh, like every, definitely, I don't think anything in podcast form. Yeah, uh, unless I send it to them because that there's just an involvement there that doesn't usually happen. I would say I'd probably like need to be doing a big game on television, like an MLS game or something that was easily accessible in their cable package for them to be listening or watching. Do you get the sense that they fake some of the stuff? Like, oh, did you hear me on this? And like, oh yeah, no, yeah, you did good. And you're like, let me not ask follow-ups because I don't want to. I don't want to put my <laughs> in this position where I know my parents are lying to me about supporting me. I'm usually well aware of when they're watching something, so I can ask follow-ups at that point. Yeah. Uh, but usually it's like, my dad is actually a sports fan, so he will like provide honest feedback. My mom just goes, I thought you were great, yeah, and that's yeah. the end of that. Roy, I, I've yeah. noticed that you're not wearing green today, which means that you're uh, setting yourself up for a bunch of pinches. Uh, yes, uh, if anybody pinches me, it will be... Uh... A punch in the uh, in the old uh, gut there in response. So an old-fashioned punch, punch in the gut. Punch in the yeah. gut. Like an yeah. under, uppercut? I'm imagining like an uppercut punch. Yeah, it, it would be most likely a, a right cross. Down, I would think. Yeah, maybe down. More, How maybe. much green do you guys have in your wardrobe? Like I like St. Patrick's Day, it's basically only University of Miami things mm. that are green in my wardrobe. Well, that's, you bust out that shirt. It's perfect time. Yeah, yeah. You get the Hurricanes uh, shirt or cap, and uh, that little pinch. Are, are you are you someone who green. like for a holiday will go and get like the article of clothing? Like, like do you no. do you go get something with American flag on it for Fourth of July, or no. do you uh, you know get a Christmas sweater on December twenty third? No, no, never, never. <laughs> what percentage of Joe Zagaki's wardrobe do you think is UM clothes? <laughs> Listen, I'm jealous of all the UM athletes that get all the free gear. I'd never stop wearing that. But, yeah, I feel like if you're Joe Zagaki and you're out in public, you have to always be wearing cane stuff, right? Beast, you have I to think. always be like... <laughs> like yeah. Beast has to be like 95% UM clothes, yeah. I would think. For those of you just joining us, Beast is... Yeah, I was going to say, Joe Zagaki <laughs> really... is a local Miami yeah. Hurricanes broadcaster. Yeah. I feel like I should say on the front end that my dad and I were not driving during this. Uh, like children, we got... Dropped off at the bar. <laughs> Children so, get uh, dropped off at bars? Well, <laughs> Chris, Chris, are, are you prepared to be uh, COVID shamed for this uh, yes. potential? Yes. You know? That's why throughout it, you hear me reference how many times that my dad has been vaccinated because I just am very here. <laughs> I, I also, but, but I say in the thing how happy, not happy, how great it is being at a bar during a pandemic only for the fact that everything's separate. You know, at a bar, you think at a bar, you're like crammed in. Now, like I could... I could do like a full circle waving my arms around like this and I wouldn't even come close to anybody. It was great. Yeah, but then you would knock your glass over and that would uh, that would not be good. Billy, I, I feel like it, I, I see the face and you could swing your arms around. You're still not getting to be a bar in a pandemic. No, no. And I'm, I, I just said to myself, please do that, Chris. Please go to a bar and just <laughs> yes. swing your arms around to demonstrate how safe. All this room for activities. Ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and do jumping jacks in that bar. See what happens. <laughs> anyway, let's get to it. Me and my dad getting hammered at a bar. Anyway. Please drink responsibly. Mm. That's, a, that's an important thing to note. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I just wanted to say while my dad was in the bathroom before him and I start drinking that my goal in the next two hours is to get him to do at least three shots. Oh shit, here he comes. You never know. It's a beautiful thing. St. Patty's Day. Sitting next to a vaccinated Greg Cody. Yes, I am. I am vaccinated. I feel bulletproof. Is that wrong with me? So should we start with a shot? No, we're not going to start. Uh, let's ease in. All right, guys. How's it going? Hello. How's it going? I'm going to give you a drink. Jameson and ginger. Jameson and ginger. What would you like to say? Miller Lite bottle. Right. Really getting festive with it, I see. I'm a Miller Lite man. You know that. And you know it. Even on St. Patty's Day. Well, you know, I'll have him put green uh, food coloring in it. We're gonna do a double for the Jameson Ginger for a couple extra bucks. That works. How about that? Look at you, doubling it up. One in Rome. Dublin. 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 There you go. Patties. Here's to you, son. Cheers. What are you drinking? Iced tea? What Ooh. is that? Straw. Jameson and Ginger. Uh oh. The top of the morning to your lady. You just gonna do like Irish impressions yes. the entire time? Top of the morning to you, laddie. The the blondie to you. So like uh, we're here Tuesday, and and St. Patrick's Day is tomorrow. I'm real excited about the quick edit turnaround for this project. Yeah, good luck to you. But I'm a little disappointed in the uh, you know the ambiance of this place on a Tuesday, just hours before St. Patrick's Day. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like your Miller Lite should be green right now. It should be green. You know, nobody's wearing a shamrock hat right now. I'm looking for the the green plastic top hat. That guy over there is wearing a green shirt. He is. You're right. More power to him. By the way, I love being at a bar during a pandemic much better than normal because everyone's so spaced out. Like I don't feel crammed to people. Like like yeah, little elbow room, little bow room, br. Pleasant. Yeah, it is pleasant. Plus, I don't hear any Irish music. Yeah, I mean that's. But it's a beautiful thing nonetheless. I'm always happy to be with my son. You know, he's drinking a Jameson. I'm drinking a man's beer. (laughs) Miller Lite? Yeah. But, you know, more power to you. How do we feel about the solo person at a bar? Oh, like over there? Yeah. Well, I always assume he's waiting for somebody. He's waiting for, like, a leprechaun or something. Now you're just forcing St. Patrick's Day references into the conversation where they don't fit. Right. Well, look at him. He's... He's eating a bowl of Lucky Charms. Yeah. I mean, it's weird. That is weird that this bar is offering bowls of Lucky Charms to people. Who else is doing that? It's the Tuesday before St. Patrick's Day. They haven't put up any decorations yet. No one's drinking green beer, but yet they're handing out bowls of Lucky Charms to everybody. I know. It's crazy. Like, they should get their priorities a little, like, rearranged. I love this bar. We need to do a, a shot. Yeah, we're clinking it. Are we just going to go straight Jameson? What are, like, St. Patrick's Day shots? You know, I don't know shots. I'll have a Miller Lite shot. Is that such a thing? I was watching the TNT Inside the NBA documentary. It's really good. You should check it out. 
and Charles Barkley said that he pre-cuts his, his like steak and chicken. What? When he's like eating a dish. He pre-cuts the way a child would. Oh my god. It's like drinking a beer and pre-pouring each sip into different shot glasses before <laughs> consuming it. Wow. That is sad. It makes me think less of Charles Barkley, quite frankly. I know. Like the perfect guy, Charles Barkley. Yeah, no, he is. How does he explain that? How does he justify that? You know, with him, he kind of like had a smirk on his face. That he, I'm not sure if it was one of those things where he was just like, "Yeah, I said that a couple years ago," and I'm just like sticking with it. Like I'm like going for the bit. Yeah, but why are you gonna why are you gonna admit that if yes, it's not true? Because it's funny. Yeah. Why do you go there? Is it it's funny? I mean, we're talking about it. I just it's don't shocking. Get it. It's baby like. I said on the air once that I drive slow in the left lane. On purpose? I don't do that though. Right. Why'd you say it? I was just. Just because I thought it'd be shocking and yeah. people, and I thought people would be like annoyed with it and they were. I still get people tweeting me, don't take anything Chris says serious. He drives slow in the left lane. Well, as somebody who has driven in the passenger seat with you, I can tell you, you don't drive slow in any lane. Right. Because I, my, I have white knuckles driving with you. I am pressing my left foot on an imaginary brake whenever I'm in the car with you. It's unbelievable. How many different old man puns and jokes are you going to make about how fast I go? I, mean, I got white knuckles. I hold on for dear life when I'm in the car with you. I mean, I'm rolling down the crank window uh, just to get some fresh air. Because, oh, I miss know. a crank window. I'm old enough that I, actually, I do remember crank windows. Do you? That's yeah. hard to believe. I remember having races. Yeah, at the beginning of like my childhood. I'd say like 8, 9, 10, there were still crank windows. Right. So you would have a race with Michael against who yeah. could roll the window down fastest? Yep. Wow. Ah, how much I would pay to have a, an old-fashioned crank window race again. I wouldn't pay that much for it. No, you really wouldn't. What other things that have been, you know, made obsolete do you miss just the act of doing? Do you still flip through a newspaper? You know what? I haven't for years. It's so weird because... I am a newspaper. Right. You know, I, I write for the newspaper. So you click on things and read it now. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. I haven't had a newspaper flap uh, on my lawn for years, and I'm sort of embarrassed to say that. I'm sorry you brought it up. Um, <laughs> You're going to cut this from the podcast? Yeah, it's okay. Uh, I would miss a, a, a book in my hand. Like I'm not a Kindle guy. Like I, if I'm reading a paperback book, god damn it, I want to have a paperback book in my paws. <laughs> You know, I want to turn the pages myself, and I want to put a bookmark in it. Um, I like pause. Pause is, is a funny way to say hands. It really is. There's a bunch of different funny ways to say hands. Digits. Mitts funny. Yeah. Let me get my mitts all over that. Yeah. I guess there's not that many ones. No, there really aren't. Digits. Pause. Pause and mitts are the funniest ones. I think pause leads the league in that. Hi, <laughs> Letty. I'm thinking we just ordered... There's a green tea. We can get a green tea. You know, that's where we're going to start. A green tea? It's basically just a mini version of what I'm drinking right now. It's just a basically Jameson mixed drink. Right, well, shot. I want another beer as well. Yeah, of course you do. I mean, it's ridiculous. I've been without a beer for like 10 minutes. Wow. And ladies and gentlemen, the complaining has begun. No, I mean, you know, the guy's busy. I get it. This is why you can't hang out with your dad at a bar like a friend he just starts complaining and becoming an old man oh um, I haven't complained I'm just glad my waiter has you know the mask over his nose because that drives me crazy I don't want to see your nostrils I haven't seen anybody's nostrils in like a year and a half 
Nor do I want to. Keep your mask over your nose. That the guy you ID as a loner now has somebody talking. This double Jameson is uh, strong. Man, you were nursing that. Thing. I mean, it's it's a strong drink. Every sip is like tough to. I'm telling you, it better be tough. Better be tougher than it looks because it looks like water down iced tea. I could hitchhike to Milwaukee uh, in the time it takes me to get this beer. Yeah, he's gonna have another beer, and can we do uh, two green teas? Yeah, yeah. Big boy shots. Huh? We're gonna be big boy shots. All right. I wish I could explain how large these shots are. They really are. They're like triple shots. Like I don't like. We're gonna have to do half. Yeah, we're gonna sip a shot here. No, we're not sipping. The goal is to drink half of this All in right. one swig. Right. When's the last time you took a shot? It's probably with you. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't do shots at my house. So this is way. a green tea. It fits. It's Jameson. It's Irish whiskey. It's called green tea. It's got the color green in it. St. Patrick's right. Day. It's really not green. You know what it sort of looks like? My urine. Thank you for saying that right okay. before we take it. If this is what your urine looks like, you need to drink more water. Okay. Alright. Oh, nice clink. Yeah. Wow. I did it all. Wow. Well, you didn't do quite at all. Really? You're gonna say that on the thing and like for that little amount, you're yeah. not gonna give me that? Yeah, it's a little drizzle there. It could not the be end. any less. I could pour this on your hair right now and you barely feel it. Oh, please. I had a haircut today and it was awful. Just disaster. That's the worst when you get a haircut and like Midway through it, you're like, I don't feel good about this. What are three things in life you wish you could have, like, a, a mid-something rewind? Uh, a haircut would rank up there, you know, because I went in there, and I'm like, I just wanted off my ears and shorter in the back. And she points to a picture of, you know, like a, a guy on the wall. Brad Pitt? Yeah, who yeah. looks like Justin Timberlake or something. <laughs> She's like, like that? And I'm like, yes, God, please. Just like that. All right, let me finish part two of my yeah, shot. Yeah, come on, let's go. Jeez. But it tastes good, right? I mean, it's, it's the first shot. I mean, it's pretty it's benign. It's yeah, pretty enjoyable. It's yeah. That's a man mountain over there. Look at that guy. Right, yeah. almighty. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I just noticed him. God damn it. That's what I'm talking When I talk about hockey goalies putting people like that in the goal to literally block the yeah. entire goal, there is, I have that man in mind. Yeah. I will pay you $100 right now to go over to him and ask how much he weighs. And I'm guessing the number starts with a four. You know, I'm looking around this bar right now, and it's, it's a little discouraging, and not for the first time. There's like 12 people at the bar, and nobody is older than me. I'm, I'm looking around. I'm, I'm giving myself the benefit of the doubt. Maybe that guy over my left shoulder with the gray hair, he might be close. But, see, you don't know that feeling. No. It's, You're smiling right now. I, I'm smiling because I'm used to it. You know, it's just, it's so weird to all of a sudden be the old guy. You know? I mean, I'm, that must That must be tough. It is. It's It's tough. And it's weird because, like, I grew up, I was a young guy. <laughs> As we all are. I, I was a young guy. You know, I was a young sports writer. But the, the weird thing to me is, and, and this happens, and, and you'll experience it someday. I see, like, when you see news programs, and you see, you know, so-and-so is arrested, 
and, and you see a picture of a guy and you're like wow what an old guy and, and they give his age and he's like four years younger than you that's what hurts me that's what hurts me because you know when you look in the mirror you don't see yourself yeah you, you, you don't see how other people look at you but it's just weird aging is weird and, uh, and you know it's St. Patrick's Day you know we're getting sentimental beats the alternative there you go thank you you're learning kid that's my boy wow that guy is a man mountain I mean seriously mountain he's got no neck He's got no neck. Chicago White Sox used to have a player named Walt Williams. I've got one of his cards in my collection. And he was named, uh, nicknamed No Neck, Walt No Neck Williams. Because his head was right on his shoulders. How many Greg Cody's in an octagon versus that guy would it take for you to win a UFC fight? Probably a dozen. Really? Yeah. I was thinking like five. Really? I mean, if you were really, like, out for blood and, like, you know, your life was, like, threatened and you, like, needed to defend your life, you know, like, five of you guys could, like, you know, just jump, like, three of you just jump on him. I feel like three Greg Cody's could maybe get him to the ground and then the other two just start, like, beating, kicking his head. If there's five of me, you know, two of us are kicking him in the knee. One of us is slapping him on the ass. All right, maybe you don't know the right technique to do this. I think one of us is hitting him on the back of the head. Now, now you're all, like, leveled. One of us is pulling his ear. You're already all on the ground. I know how I fight. How do you fight? When's the last time you were in a fight? I can honestly say, I don't know that I've ever been in a fist fight. <laughs> Even I've been in a fist fight. I think I've been in slap fights. Slap fights? Kick fights, but never a fist fight. Kick fight? Yeah. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Can I see a menu? Thanks. We could get the, the warm pretzel. It comes with beer, cheese sauce, and English pub mustard. I'm full, so order whatever you want and I'll have like two bites. Can we get the pretzels? What are you rooting for? FSU. Yep. Undergrad and Masters. Nice. Every win's a win. Great Cody making friends at the bar. You could probably force me to have one more beer. And then close me out. The classic Greg Cody move of I'll have one more beer. Well, you know, one more just to be polite. He had two. 
He's going for the third, right. and I guarantee you he ends up with four. I mean, I want to be polite. I want to respect the bartender. The best part about this is, is this thing's going to be chopped up in a way that makes it look like you had four beers in about 16 and a half minutes. Yeah. Okay. You know, we're not going to give the context of how long we were actually here drinking. Right. I get the broad shoulders, son. Brolders. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's, it's me. Hello. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Oh, wow, the cheese is... Uh, oh, that is very saucy cheese. Yeah, it is. Oh, my God. When you have a, a dish like this, you respect the dish. You respect the pretzel by eating it without any cheese or any accoutrement. It's fantastic. It's one of the best pretzels I've ever had. And of course... You say that about every food. Whenever you're enjoying something, you say this is top five. Like you're about to say this is the top five pretzel you've ever had. It might be. And the key to a pretzel, as we know, salt. I love how you told me you were gonna have one bite. Really good. And you've already had six. It's super good. Wow, really good. What's our guy's name? No clue. I'm not a big fan of uh, waiters and waitresses and bartenders insisting on telling me their name. I never call you my name. Like, I'm either going to flag you down with a finger, like, you know, a pointer finger, not a, a disrespectful finger. Maybe an excuse me, like, I don't want to be rude, you know what I mean? But, like, when am I going to be like, hey, Carl... Yeah, I disagree hey with Steve, that. come here. I never remember it either. You know what I'm more of a fan of? At the end, if you're the waiter and you feel like you've had a good vibe with the table, there's no harm in throwing out, hey, I'm Carl. If you're ever back in here, ask for me. You know, on the, on the back end, like now that we actually experienced like an hour of like bonding and like we've gotten along, my name's Carl, by the way. Like I feel like I like you, you like me. Whereas, like, early on, like, it's just like, hey, welcome to this table. My name's Carl. Like, I don't remember what you said. Just take my drink order. That's why I'm pro name tag. If you really want my name, there it is. But, like, don't make me go through that. I will tell you, when, when I'm getting ready to leave a tip, there are probably five things that I consider when leaving a tip. And one of them is, do I know that guy's name? Or that woman's You're just name? saying that to mess with me. No, I'm not. I'm actually not. Whether you know their name affects how much you tip? Absolutely. It's one of those things that I get your point that it's just nice to say, hey, I'm meeting you, my name's blank. But my point is it's unnecessary. Like, I don't need to know the waiter's name. I know what my waiter looks like. I can I can flag him down with my hand if I need to. Whenever he walks by, I can give him the body language of, hey, I need you. I don't need to know the name. Like, it's just a formality. I couldn't disagree more. Be a great waiter and don't tell me your name. No. I couldn't disagree more, and I think we've seen examples in the bar tonight where, do you know our guy's name? He just no. walked past us right now. He's walking past us, Love Creighton Center. We don't know his name. Okay? My point is, he hasn't really been great regardless of whether I knew his name or not. Okay, My but, opinion of him would not be better if I knew his name. Okay, but here's the thing. Would Greg Cody like one more beer? It's a, it's a rhetorical question. The point is, if a guy whose name I don't know is walking past me, I'm uncomfortable, you know, gesturing or pointing or whatever. But if I know his name is Fred, I'm going to be like, hey, Fred, one more, please. Nobody's named Fred anymore. Well, that guy is. 
It's just that he never told us. Greg told me he was not hungry. He was gonna have two bites of this pretzel. Luckily, you've helped me eat it because I would not have been able to eat it. But I actually think it's pretty good. It's pretty really damn good. good. Yeah. And it's eating up the alcohol too. Mm. It keeps us sober a little. Maybe. Because I think I mean, we gotta do another shot. You know, it's uh, St. Patrick's Day. I mean, a pretzel heavily salted got me written all over. This was such a good decision by me to record this on Tuesday and then go home and edit it so it can be released like early on Wednesday. I think it is smart because uh, we probably should have recorded this like last week so I didn't have to like edit while I'm like hammered. Greg Cody, you breaking the seal? I'm on my second one. You haven't gone yet. You're an old man. You just go pee a lot? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. How about you? I'll wait, I'll wait till I get home. Do you um, get up in the middle of the night to pee? <laughs> Uh, like very rarely. And if I do, it's because I went to sleep drunk, honestly. Really? Like I only, wow. yeah. Did you sleep through the night? Isn't that the most stereotypical old thing ever? Of like, you start peeing, like you have to go to the bathroom like six times throughout the night when you're older. Yeah, I mean, I never go through the night. Drunk. Are you a two-a-nighter? You're like a, a one time in the middle of the night and then one time like early in the morning? I would say I'm a two or three-a-nighter. Wow. What about yeah. mom? Not to get into her personal details on a podcast. I mean, I'm asleep and I have no idea. <laughs> you don't even talk about it? No. Uh, no. I think we've been spotted, by the way. What do you mean? I just see an awkward uh, fan interaction in our future. What's your strategy on talking to strangers at a bar? A couple minutes ago, you uh, engaged the person next to us. And, like, kind of just like a, hey, who are you rooting for type thing. Yeah. Do you ever, like, what's your thought process on, like, going in for that? It's always a dangerous game because, like, you don't want to, like, when you're sitting right next to somebody, you don't want to, like, have that awkward obligation. Like, now are we talking now? Like, do I have to talk to right. you the whole time? Like, was that a one sentence and done? Like, we're just one and done? Yeah, and he seemed like a friendly enough guy. And the other thing is, he was by himself in a bar, so, you know... You that's what I think. Like, you do tend to talk to that person. The person that's alone, right. you do tend to want to engage that person. Because it's like... I think everybody can relate to being in a group at a bar and looking across the bar at that one dude just sitting by himself. Right. And he, you can, like, very easily see him looking at your group longing for that yeah. type of... <laughs> And at some point, you feel bad because of how much fun you're having with your group of friends that right. you feel the need to engage this person. Right. E even though in this case, our group was just you and I. But right. Yeah, I mean... The, it's the a dangerous... My, my point is, is it's a dangerous game, the engaging of, like, a, a stranger. Because, like, you never know. All of a sudden, you're, like, you know, hearing about some guy's life story about, you know... How he used to live in Denver, and then he got fired, and now he lives in. Right. He moved to Milwaukee, but he's down here for a couple weeks. Yeah, because I think, uh, his story's not over yet because he had a hard time, and his cousin, and he had to move down here because his sister just got divorced. Right. So he's watching her. He doesn't know anyone here. Yeah, and if that happens, I'm like, all right, <laughs> let me. I gotta go to the bathroom, and then he never sees me again. But then but, he talks to me, and he's like, "Wow, your dad really goes to the bathroom a lot." I know. Here's the thing. And, and I used to be that guy because I used to travel a lot. And you would just start, you would be the guy looking for some, someone to talk to at a bar? I mean, I used to travel a lot. I'd be alone on a road trip in a foreign why you, city why aren't you hanging in a out bar. With, why aren't you hanging out with other writers? I'm anti-social. You're a loner. You really yeah. are. No, I, I am. Uh, I hate company. Did you ever, not purposely, but just not go out with like the gang 
and then like end up at the same bar in a random city and then like three other writers walk in and you're like hey hey I'm, I'm here alone how's it going and then all of a sudden you end up having to awkwardly hang out with them the rest of the night because they're like pity they're like oh shit Greg's here yeah uh, hey Greg uh, how's your night what'd you write tonight oh yeah yeah no it's happened <laughs> it has that exact scenario has happened <laughs> Uh, Where but, you want to leave before they see you, you're like you're trying to like. Oh yeah, yeah. That's why I'm the kind of guy who would go into a hotel bar and order two or three beers to go up to a room. You know, and in a case like this guy at the bar here, where I leaned to my left and I said, "Hey, who are you rooting for?" or whatever. You notice I didn't say, "Hey, where are you? What's your name? Where are you from?" You you, you established know. like I'm talking to you about this one thing, and that will be it. Yes. Whereas if you engage him with. Hey, how, how you doing? You hanging out here? Like, you know, if you yeah. would have engaged oh, him on, like... No, it's a, it's a careful conversation to have in a bar. So, for our uh, next shot, are we going to go back to the green tea? Or are you thinking we should like, step our game up and just go Jameson? Jameson will, like, burn your chest and we might get a payoff of you, like, yakking at this bar. <laughs> next to people that recognize you. <laughs> I feel like at this point it's a safe time to say, uh, we're not driving. Uh... We will be uh, getting picked up. We're like children. My wife is coming to get us, and we'll be That's driving you home and then driving me home. Thank God. Uh, that is good to say. Yeah. I Ubered here, and my dad got dropped off from his wife. We we're children, and we knew we were going to be drinking right. for this bit, That so we you know, decided to do it responsibly. Yeah, that's important to say. So uh, after shortly after we're done recording this, we will call our ride and be like, hey, can you come pick us up now? Yeah. Don't judge us, people. Just let us be us. My dad's a vaccinated man. I am a vaccinated Look at you. Man. Do you feel good? I feel great. I say we just stay with green tea. We don't need to go straight JMO. That's fine. I don't care. Taking it. I feel like you're getting drunk. You're not a shot taker. Look at you, vaccinated, just coming to bars. You're just like painting the town red. Yeah. Why do we paint the town red? What is that saying? I'm actually painting the town green tonight for St. Patrick's. That's true. Why do you paint the town red, though? I don't know. Is that a phrase? Paint the town red? Why do we say paint the town red? Yeah. The expression is American slang, meaning to go on a reckless debauch. To wildly extravagant. Originally, the metaphor applied to bonfires painting the sky or scenery red. The phrase was helped into popularity by the fact that to paint, i.e. to paint the nose red, was an old slang term for drinking. Wow. Paint, oh, so it's like when you're like a whiskey yeah, nose. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Look at us, painting the town red. We are painting the town red. Thank you. The gentleman down here bought you a beer. Thank you. Miller Lite. Thank you. Appreciate it. Can we get, um... What's a guy got to do to order some shots right now? If you hit his name, instead of saying, could I get a... You could have said, Jack. I feel like we've made a hard cut here, and we're cutting to a much more drunk Greg Cody. Um, it's possible. Anything's possible. Uh, should I go to those guys on the left and need to go thank them, or how does that work? I think you're you're good right now. Maybe on the way out. I never know how to handle that. I love to be grateful, but not to show gratitude. Right. You get two more uh, green teas. Sure. Um, 
Can you like, it, hey, can you um actually place two guys down there while Eric wants like to be included? They can be included as well. Who would you say? I'm just kidding. I'm including them. I'm getting them shots too. Okay. If you need me to pick up the bill tonight, I'm willing. It was expected. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is actually? It's my dad was wondering. It's Jameson, peach schnapps, sour mix. That's it. Peach schnapps sounds awful, doesn't it? You guys. Cheers. It's a big ass shot. What are you doing? I'm taking a half a shot. I, I still get a beer. That is a big shot, right? I mean, that's not a shot. That's like four shots. It's a big shot. Hey, that kind of thing. So, like, my goal at the start of this was to do three shots with you. We did two, but they were both gigantic shots. Oh my God. So, so you did the equivalent of, I'd say, at least four shots. I mean, they're not shots. Yeah. They're like glasses full of liquor. Yeah. It's unbelievable. How do you feel like we did with this? Like, do you feel like we entertained the people? You know, we're getting to the point where it's almost actually St. Patrick's Day because it's almost midnight, and uh, I still have to edit this thing. And uh, I feel like the people I, are... we, we were recognized, so like that kind of makes us look cool, but we didn't really get the audio payoff of it. Right. No, so somebody bought us a drink, which is great. Um, I feel like we invited people to sit at a bar with us on almost St. Patrick's Day. Almost St. Patrick's Day. And imagine that you know I'm right now. I'm wearing a, a beautiful plastic green hat with a shamrock on it. Uh, I'm celebrating my roots because my wife... You're completely nude outside of that. I'm nude. Um, I'm not uh, Irish, but my wife is half Irish. So I'm celebrating a quarter of my being. Just try being here, and, and it's fantastic. Let's go. End this with you taking that the rest of that shot. Right now? Yep. Ah, ah, you never know. Yeah, baby. The Cody's are drunks. Here's where there's like a like a you know a PSA at the end of this that's like really sped up. Where even the Cody's were driving home from this, they were picked up by their spouses. They're both drunks, but neither of them drove. We just want to make that clear. Have a good day, everyone. <laughs> Greg Cody getting drinks purchased for him at a local establishment. I hope this becomes a thing. I hope that he's like Norm from Cheers. But at every bar in South Florida, yes. every bar that he walks into, and like Greg Cody, all of a sudden is just mobbed by people constantly trying to buy him beer. Greg, like, this is this would be the logical conclusion of uh, his his you know career and and burnished reputation as a beer drinker. Does that happen to him often, Chris? Like, do people recognize him and buy him things when he um, goes places? In yes, I would say in locally at a local bar, sports bar. I feel like sports bars and sporting events are the really the only places. I don't know about you guys that I tend to get hey because uh, you know it's just that demographic. But yes, that does happen to him a lot. But even getting recognized in a pandemic, they didn't come over to us. Normally, they would come over and there'd be like a bunch of group hugs. It was just a beer from a distance. It was perfect. What does he do? Like he always accepts. I'm assuming, right? Because that's a that's kind of like a slippery slope, right? Like because if you don't accept, then you're kind of rude, and then you're like the jerk. Where it's like I sent Greg a beer and he didn't drink it. What a you know. I know Greg is too cheap to do something like this, but uh, have you ever been tempted 
to like after getting recognized at a bar be the guy the magnanimous guy who's buying drinks for the table buying around for other people going to the bartender be like hey that table super nice to me but next round put it all on my tab i actually thought you were gonna say be the guy that like slips out and like when they're done like their their tab was completely picked Ooh, up like, right? another great one yeah. another great one i love that I've always I've always thought about doing that, but I've always felt like it would be weird or it wouldn't be well received or it wouldn't have the intended effect of like making me seem like this incredibly magnanimous person. My concern with that is though, like that seems like a very kind, nice gesture, right? And then you leave and then like you go a day or two later and you check your 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 statement at the bank and it's like four hundred dollars like they added drinks to the tab yeah and it's just like well i I totally misread this situation they seemed like they were wrapping things up and then they ordered a whole like four more rounds and a bunch of apps and then it's like this is not like thank you for the beer but like i just paid six thousand dollars because you guys had a night out for 40. just tell them that current round that they are currently drinking put it on my tab that's oh, no, you can't tell them. No, you got to do it like... I mean, that's honestly. a discount off of uh, everything they, they had. Yeah, I would absolutely... If you're, if you're swinging your bleep, you got to swing your bleep, you know? Oh, hmm. man. No, like can't can't swing all the way, you know? Like, maybe like a half swing. No, but the story is <laughs> so much better if you do it without telling them. Like, you just... They find out later on. But also, then you're kind of trusting the server, whoever it is, to not charge them for that round. Especially if you're not there. Mm. Because only one person knows that you did this. The one thing about leaving, it's a bit like throwing some money in the Starbucks tip jar, where like you want to make eye contact oh, with yeah. the barista they need to, to see make it. sure I'm, that they know. Hands like I, 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 yeah, you, like you've held the money over the tip jar before, waiting for at least to be in the peripheral view. So there's a certain amount of like you do want to get the credit for it. Mm-hmm. Is that see? That's an interesting one. Is that a a jerk move by the person tipping like why am i a jerk for wanting the person to see i want the part no. the whole idea of the tip is for them to look at me and say that person appreciated the job that i did yes so like that's why i'm doing it i'm not doing it because it's like i need yeah. to know that i gave this dollar it's just more of the hey i'm it's a recognition i'm giving you the recognition yes. so i want you to have it yeah but that's like on way, gofundme or whatever where you don't like you make sure to put your name i, so I always put my name through. i always put my name we need, we need to destigmatize wanting credit Right, for because charity? there is like niceness. No, well, why not? What's wrong like, with no? But also, like, if you give to a cause to like, let's say a friend is doing one of those GoFundMe's, and then you do it anonymously and they don't see it, then they don't know that you you care about them and and have and contributed money to their cause. Like, there is a certain amount of not. You know what? What's wrong with wanting credit? Yeah, you're you're a good person. That's, that's tipping at Starbucks. You're a good person. Know? I don't know how that works. When you do that online, does the person receiving it not know? So like, it's just like I don't know where any of this came from. I, I think they do actually. I think I think like even if it's not publicly available, I think the person who's running the GoFundMe sees the name hmm. of the person. Well, hmm. That's good to know. Because I always put my name because I'm like, I need them to know. I mean, well, I, I need at least them to know. I'm good with just them yeah. knowing. But. You, How, now, let me ask you a question. If, on, a, on a popular GoFundMe, like one that like is, you know, it's got like on, on social media, people are seeing it. Do you scroll through the donations to see what would be an adequate amount to give? Like, where do I fall in the Dan Lebetard category or do I fall in the, uh, you know, a, a, a lesser category in terms of givers? I have kind of a bone to pick with that situation, right? Because you, bone I think picking. people do that, right? You go through and you're like, oh, this person donated, that person donated, this person, that person, right? And you see like, wow, they donated, let's just say $1,000, right? And you're like, 
well, I'm going to look bad if I only donate $25, right? But then if you start playing like the proportion game, it's like, well, my $25 is really a higher percentage than someone donating like $1,000 that's at, you know, like a rock star. Like, let's say I'm in a thing and I'm like looking like, wow, Lady Gaga donated $1,000. Like, I don't want people to be like, well, Billy's no Lady Gaga. You know what I mean? And he only donated 30 bucks. And it's like, yeah, but... Lady Gaga makes tens of millions of dollars a year. Like, what's a thousand dollars to Lady Gaga? You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to find your level. You got to find your level in that context. And sometimes it's Lady Gaga, and sometimes it's Billy. Yeah, I mean, you're kind of undercutting Lady Gaga, considering that she spent five hundred thousand dollars to get her dog back. Well, not on this particular hypothetical GoFundMe. She only donated a thousand dollars, right? No, okay. I'm just saying, like, not in in this uh, hypothetical, you just yeah. you just like cut her knees out from under. Not not to go full not Dan me. feeling bad for not to go full Dan feeling bad for Mickey Harrison during the pandemic, but don't you feel bad that like there's no amount of money that Jeff Bezos could donate without going? That's not enough. Like if he donated a million dollars to a worthy cause, people well, why don't you donate ten million? And if you donated ten million, they'd go. Well, why don't you donate a hundred million? Like, like there is no amount of money that would ever be enough unless it's just the entire of sum it. of his wealth. Yeah, just all of it. And then people would say, "Oh, you did it for the taxes." Exactly. I got to be honest. I haven't spent much time thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.